Welcome to the Same Shit, Different Mom podcast. I'm your host, Carly Ely. This is the podcast for moms who want to parent in a way that feels intentional and authentic to their way of being. Each week, we'll dive deep into topics aimed to empower and inspire you to show up for your kids in a way that's aligned to you. Whatever season of motherhood you're in right now, consider this your permission slip to let go of the status quo and follow your intuition to your authentic parenting path. Well, hello. Welcome back. I haven't recorded a solo episode in a while. I want to get back into it because I have a lot to say. Um, I've been running a group program and really the kind of main core tenant of the program is helping with emotional regulation Um, because it's a major issue for moms that I think is really, it's talked about, but it's like not talked about. Um, So there's a lot of like normalization of it, I feel like at this point where like mom rage, like all these things are known about at this point. But as far as actually addressing the root cause of why this is happening and um, really solving the problem, there hasn't been a lot that I've seen that's super targeted towards that. Um, So I've been running this program and it's been amazing. Um, We're going on the third week of that. And I wanted to talk about sort of the foundational thing that I think, again, it's sort of not not connected a lot with. Um, A lot of times when we talk about mom rage or we talk about anxiety or we talk about, you know, all the reasons where we're struggling as moms, like with just um, our emotions, um, there's, you know, there's discussion of different things, including like our mindset around it, um, our own uh, reparenting journey, inner child. And all of those things are very important. And all of those things are what we do work on in my, in my program. However, there's this basis, uh, there's this foundation that in order for those things to be effective, we really need to to look at and to start to work with. Um, And so that thing is our nervous system. And I truly believe that on a basic level, you know, nervous system regulation is emotional regulation. It's, you know, you can't have emotional regulation in your body if your nervous system feels unsafe. Um, And the truth is, is that as a society, um, we really are, I think, functioning on some level of dysregulation, mostly all of the time. So the way that our society functions is very like, go, 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 do, 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 you know, uh, corporate America, like capitalism, like just we need to be doing and producing in order to have value and in order for our world to go around. Um, you know, edu- in our education system, like it's very focused on performance and results um, and not so much on um, our well-being and, you know, who we feel like we are in our purpose at a soul level. It's very much like, what can we produce um, what are you doing? What, what do you do for work? Right. And so I think on some level, that's how we function. And it's like, it's normalized this really dysregulation that's going on in our body a lot of the time. And the reason that's important is that we don't know that for the most part. And so when we become parents, if we were in on some level of dysregulated before having kids, then that transition to motherhood is most definitely going to increase whatever dysregulation we had going on before that. 
Um, and so bringing that to light is super important. And then also finding a way to, to tone and, and reduce our activation and our, our nervous, nervous system activation and getting out of, um, you know, the sympathetic nervous system state is what we need to be focused on primarily before we even start with any of the other stuff. Like parenting strategies, amazing, fantastic. Do those parenting strategies feel like they're working when you yourself are, you know, drowning in your own emotional dysregulation? Not so much. And that's what I found for me, um, which is why this is is kind of what I want to talk about. So when we talk about the nervous system, um, we're talking about, again, the parasympathetic nervous system, the, the part of the nervous system that's responsible for our, um, it's basically our survival mechanisms, right? So you, you've probably heard of like fight and flight. Um, that are the, Those are the two ones that are mainly talked about. So fight or flight is saying that basically you're activated and this part of our brain gets activated um, because it, it evolved with us as humans. And so it was, it's there for a reason. It's, it serves a really, you know, important purpose to keep us alive. So, but the way that we evolved was it used to be really helpful, um, for things like if a lion is chasing us or if we need to get out of danger. And since there still is danger, right. But we're, we're much less likely to be chased by a wild animal at this point than we were many, you know, at that point in time. Um, and so what happens is, that feeling gets triggered, um, that fight or flight gets triggered during circumstances that aren't um, proportionate to what's actually going on. Um, and, and even more so, um, when we talk about the nervous system, it's important to include a discussion about polyvagal theory. Um, and not to get too sciencey on you, but it's it's really um, it's 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 very relevant. So essentially, fight or flight, that's one level of dysregulation. There's an even more dysregulated state beyond that. And that would be the fight, I'm sorry, the freeze or fawn state. So if you think about it um, as like a continuum, the, the bottom level being we're regulated, right? We're, we're feeling good. We're feeling peaceful. We're not anxious or, you know, like fearful at all. And then the next level up is fight or flight. So that's the like, oh no, there's danger. I have to run or hide. And then the next level up, is fawn or freeze. And that's like playing dead. That's like if you realize that you can't get away or you can't fight it, then you're just going to play dead and hope for the best. So those are like evo- like in evolutionary terms, like that's the functions of that system. Um, and it all is on the basis of our, our vagus nerve, which runs pretty much the length of our, our body. Um, and it's important because there are the ways in which we approach regulating regulating our nervous system have to do with uh, toning that that vagal nerve to be able to to take in information from the environment and not freak out and not have to like immediately go into fight or flight freeze or fawn and then get like stuck there, which is basically where we're a lot of us are at right now. Um, and when it comes to parenting, it's important to recognize this as well because. You know, I mean, even not in parenting, but just for for an example of like what this can look like for a lot of us. When we are activated um, by our kids, right, like we talk about being triggered um, and and we we do certain things or we behave certain ways that we're not proud of and that we want to change. It's important to understand, like, 
that a lot of it is, I mean, a lot of it's not having to do with the nervous system, right? A lot of it is that deeper inner work stuff that that's important to, to work on. But at a basic level, a lot of it does have to do with the nervous system. So there are sort of ways in which this manifests. For example, you know, and kind of the obvious one is like, if you're yelling, if you're getting triggered by something your child does or doesn't do, right, the way they behave or whatever, and then you yell or get angry or frustrated um, or you do other sort of like explosive type of things, like you're slamming doors or you're just like stomping around or, you know, whatever it is, um, that is a fight, fight or flight response. That's like, I have to fight. Um, similarly, like if you need to, if you leave, like if you always are just like, oh, I have to get out of here. I can't handle this. Right. Like that's fault. That's flight. That's being activated in that level of, of activation. And as far as the other, the other states, um, freeze and fawn, freeze can look like either like what it sounds like where you're literally unable to just like get up. You're super lethargic. You're almost like in a depressed kind of state, um, disassociating. So if you're like, you feel like your nervous system is like, your nervous system is basically trying to protect you from what it it senses as danger. So your kids have these big feelings and emotions and things that like, and just like, you know, irrational stuff that people without kids don't have to deal with. And prior to having kids, you could have never conceived of, right? Like the, the things where it's just, they're trying to tell you something that they don't know how, they don't have the words for it. So then they get frustrated and you can't help them. I mean, these things are very <laughs> triggering. And, you know, the reason why they're triggering is, a, is another discussion. Like the reason why our body interprets that as danger <laughs> is where all the other work comes in as far as like getting into the subconscious and understanding the root of where this comes from and why we interpret it as like a reason to get activated, right? But on a basic level, it is just something that like we we never could have conceived of having to deal with. And so our body looks at it as a threat. Um, and also, you know, there's there's other components too, like it, depending on how, you know, your, your background and things like loud noises, um, you know, just, just having like someone who's super emotional, like feeling, and it triggers things in us. And that's the whole thing. And so- in relation to parenting, back to that, for like fawn, that could be the kind of the end step of my kid is explosive. I never know what they're going to do. This, you know, feels unsafe. I'm going to walk on eggshells and make sure that they're never upset. Right. So it's like that fawning thing. It's, it's getting ahead of what we perceive that could be a problem, which ends up looking like, you know, a lot like, um, permissive parenting stuff, right? Like they, they kind of just run the show, the kid, because we don't want to deal with what, what would result if they didn't get their way. Um, and all of this sound, I mean, just need to say that like, this isn't, again, the reason I'm talking about this is not because there's something wrong with you. Um, this isn't about shaming yourself or feeling even worse than, you know, you might feel and for doing and for feeling that way in those moments. This is to shed light on the fact that like, this is a real thing that happens in our bodies and it's not something that we have conscious control of. So it's important. I just, it's important to note that because it can feel, this is one of the hardest things that there is, 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 is coming to terms with like, wow, I really don't recognize that part of myself. Like this is a new thing. This is a new experience. Um, I don't like, 
I don't like how I behaved in that moment, or I don't like how I'm how I'm approaching um, these situations with my kids. So it's important to understand that. And then as far as addressing like the root of why these things are triggering, um, there's a lot of different options. Okay. Like there are things that have to do with the way that we were parented. I mean, and it, and again, it's not going to be like just one, probably it's probably a, like a combination of all of them in some level. Um, or, you know, maybe not all of them, but quite a few. And so I want to talk about those a little bit too, because there's also a misconception of like, if you, if you don't identify with one of these things, then you can think that go back to that whole story of like, there is something just wrong with me. I'm flawed, right? Like if I say to you, well, you know, this probably has something to do with your childhood and the way that you know, you were, you were parented, this must be triggering for you because of something happened that happened to you or the way you were parented, or, you know, your parents didn't know what to do with you. So now you don't know what to, whatever I say, a lot of times we're going to have, you know, a kind of a argument against. And I, I have as well in the past, like, as far as saying to someone, you know, well, it's, you know, it must be something from your childhood. The response a lot of times, and this was me as well, is like, well, I had a pretty good childhood. So I didn't have like a whole thing happen to me. I didn't have trauma. Like why, why, like, why would this be a big deal at this point if I don't feel like that was my experience? Um, so that's one of the reasons and one of the kind of arguments <laughs> against it. Um, and I'm going to talk about all these different kind of reasons and, and ways in which you might be uh, bypassing some of the stuff that that could actually be contributing to what you're what you're going through now. So that is one of the ways um, as far as like why you're triggered. It could be something to do with, and it likely has something to do with uh, your experience growing up. Um, another reason could have something to do with, and this is again, like not, it's kind of out, out of our hands at this point, but our society really isn't built uh, and set up in a way that's supportive to most families. Um we don't value like mothers and in general in our country in the United States. So their systems aren't built for us to have what we were told we were going to have when we had kids. We don't have a village. Like there's not a built in, like you're definitely going to have support. So it's fine. If you have a bad day, like that's not really an option for a lot of us. Um, you, you either kind of like you're lucky you have family or friends that are there to support you or you don't. <laughs> or you have means, you know, financially to like get that help. Um, and even outside of just, just like having support and help with, with taking with childcare, as far as the actual um, mental health aspect of it, like that's a whole nother conversation. So there's that, that could be part of it. And then there could also be things going on that you didn't know about, about yourself, um, whether it's to do with uh, repressed memories or repressed, um, repressed feelings that you had about, about motherhood or being a mom, um, or like some underlying neurodivergence. So that was the case for me. Um, both of those things really, I mean, if we, if we're being honest, it's, it's, it's a lot. It's, I think that we're set up for like 
this thing where we kind of, you know, we, we kind of are fed or we were fed, at least my generation, like millennials. It's like, yeah, so this is the order in which you do things, you know, go to go to school. That worked out great for so many of us um, with debt and everything like, OK, then you get a job and then you get a house and you and you or no, sorry, then you get married. There's a very specific order. I mean, you know what I'm talking about. And then you get married, you buy a house and then you have kids You have two. I think it's like once they say two and a half. 2.5, whatever kids, right? That's the order you do things. And it's, it's ingrained in us from an early age for better or for worse. And, you know, intentionally or not intentionally, like that is what we picked up a lot of us from our, our experience. So that is a big one. Um, and then the neurodivergence thing, it's like, I did not know how much time I needed alone in order to be a functioning adult. And so, um, I, I didn't know that about myself. There were like, there's just so many things that you don't know until you no longer have that option, right? Like I I didn't, I could never have anticipated number one, the kind of like, like we were talking about the irrational stuff that you kind of like don't see when people talk about having kids, like what that actually looks like in real life. Um, And like the amount of time that you actually need for yourself to recover from, from, peopling in general, but parenting, you just don't know. And so these things can all come up and they're definitely important to address, but not, but they're definitely important to address. And on a basic level, you have to start with feeling safe. Like if you look at the hierarchy of needs, Maslow's higher hierarchy of needs, it's like safety is like down there at the bottom basic level. Like you can't really do anything else. You can't improve and like develop as a human and as a parent until you're feeling safe on a basic level in your body. Um, and so that's one of the main things that that I, I'm advocating for and that I help you work on um, in my program. And that is the basis. And then then only after you do that is when you can really dig into all right, so what are the things about my parent, my my childhood, the way I was parented, the programming that I received, the conditioning I received from not just my parents, but like society? Um, what are the ways in which I'm not supported and where that's like impacting me? And what are the ways in which, you know, I really need to look at myself and my mindset and how I look at the world and how I, you know, can I, maybe I'm stuck in, in a victim mentality that again, might not have anything to do with me. It's just other people's stuff. That's like in been ingrained in me and is now affecting what I'm able to handle and what I'm able, what I'm not able to handle and how that looks and, and ends up resulting in me flying off the handle at my kids and my husband. And, you know, just being like a barely functioning person when I had all these, these big dreams of like, being this amazing mom and having this, you know, loving family and, and feeling like I'm um, in my purpose. And now I'm, I'm not, and I, and I want to get out of that. So if you're interested in doing some of this work um, with me, then I'm going to host a free in March. I would love for you to come. We're going to talk more in depth about all of this and, and the program and, how that would look um, if you wanted to work together. But also there will be a ton of value just embedded within this masterclass for you to take away and start to 
kind of like chip away at some of this stuff um, on your own. And so that will be linked in the show notes. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen and I will talk to you soon. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Same Shit, Different Mom podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please consider leaving a review. Your positive feedback helps us reach even more like-minded parents and is much appreciated. Until next time, friends.